my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely terrifically blessed day today, as always. And I want everybody to remember this weekend, this Memorial Weekend, the individuals who've served and given their lives for all of us and just remember what this weekend is in remembrance of and the freedoms that we have and we need to keep working to maintain and not handing them over and pretty much just carelessly and frivolously giving away what we've worked so hard for for centuries to maintain so again remember that this memorial day and also too i want to give everybody a big heads up we will be running a memorial day sale store-wide freedom five across the website on pretty much all the products except for a few key products that are on big super sale right now like the ultimate multiple capsules and stuff freedom five f-r-e-e-d-o-m and the number five be sure to punch that in if you want to order anything over the weekend at healthmasters.com and again we thank you for the support we couldn't do it without y'all you know our customers our listeners our family our friends we're all in this together, working to get the truth out there, and again, helping more and more people to stay healthy and strong as much as possible. So thank you again for the continued support. And first thing I wanted to address here is, you know, I was talking to a buddy last night. We had to we had to go up to Groveland, which was interesting last night, and we got to Groveland, and there's a racetrack, a 7-Eleven, and a Shell, three gas stations. Every single gas station, every diesel pump except for one pump on one of the lines on the 7-Eleven. Every single diesel pump was out of fuel, and there were signs everywhere stating we are out of diesel fuel. Don't know what that means. Ask the rep inside. He said they have not been getting the shipments on schedule like they expected, and when they are getting here, they're not filling them up, and then all the locals are coming in and filling up all their trucks and their tanks, and they can't keep diesel in stock. Found that to be very interesting and kind of goes along exactly what I've been telling everybody about. Now, again, this is an agricultural town, so you got a lot of people that run diesel trucks, which is probably why they're burning through it so fast that guys are coming out there and filling up, you know, two, three, four hundred gallon fuel cells in the bed of their truck. Just want to throw that out there. Next thing, though, I wanted to really bring up and address is this is something that I think, especially the families and the parents and anybody that knows about this or was involved in this or simply just being an informed American of what happened and what we're starting to find out now more and more with, again, almost the planned, the planned negligence with law enforcement in Uvalde, Uvalde with the law enforcement. There's reports now that are coming out, and we're seeing videos now, and where this guy, this lunatic, apparently this kid that was in this Texas town, this town apparently is plagued with migrant and immigration problems, this school had been actually locked down 48 times in 2021 due to police chases and basically illegal immigration and human traffic smuggling in this area. It's very interesting here. The more I'm finding out about this, again, I told you guys yesterday about the AI program that was allegedly monitoring all of the social media platforms in that entire school district. And apparently never saw any type of weirdness with the comments and posts and guns and everything this kid was posting. But what makes it even more troubling, this is what really troubles me. A, there was no armed school officer at this school. That was a complete and total lie. There was none at this school at all. B, this kid apparently wrecked his truck into a tree, got out of his truck, and started shooting at two individuals that were at a funeral home across the street. 
started shooting at them randomly in the middle of the street, was outside apparently for 12 minutes now, randomly firing at people. 12 minutes. 12 minutes this kid was outside shooting, then hopped over a chain-link fence, opened a back door that wasn't even locked, and walked into the school. No security on campus, no armed guards on campus, no law enforcement on campus. When law enforcement arrived, two officers went in, and basically both of them were shot by this kid because apparently this 18-year-old that just went out and bought an AR-15 the week before allegedly has become this unbelievably proficient gunfighter now. Just throwing that out there. And so the two officers who were injured retreated, and the other law enforcement built a perimeter around the school Why this kid continued to fire for 45 minutes in the school. And this is the troubling part to me. There were numerous adult men, fathers, that were outside screaming and yelling at law enforcement to allow them to go in. All of them were armed, by the way. And they basically were out saying, there's videos of it now. They said, what the heck are you doing? Get your butt inside the school. If you're not going in, we're going in. They actually had parents on the ground at tasers handcuffing them because they were becoming so unruly because children were being shot in this school and law enforcement refused to enter the school until SWAT arrived almost an hour after the shooting started. Now, the reason why I bring this up, because, again, I wasn't there. I'm just looking at the videos that I've seen that are extremely troubling, one of those which that was interesting. A mother, Angelina Gomez, who heard about the shooting, drove 40 minutes to get to the school. It was still happening. When she arrived on campus, she tried to persuade law enforcement to go on the scene. However, the frantic mother was then handcuffed and placed under arrest for interfering with the police investigation. She finally was able to get outside or basically walk over to another officer while she was in handcuffs, who basically she knew, who let her go. She left the area where the parents and police were. She hopped the fence to sneak on campus and apparently got two of her kids out of the school by herself. By herself. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is this is so incredibly, disturbingly, eerily reminiscent of the Parkland shooting. When again... You had this kid that the FBI had been watching, buys all these guns, somehow with all this unlimited amount of money that these kids just suddenly come into, walks on the campus with a duffel bag and gear, no law enforcement, no security, nobody stops him doing anything, walks into the school, gears up, starts shooting. You actually had officers that were SWAT from over county that were coming back from SWAT training that still had full kit and rifles in their car. They got to the school. Numerous other officers got to the school. And Sheriff Israel stated and demanded an order that everybody stand down. They were not allowed to go into the school until SWAT was ready to breach almost 30 minutes later. This, again, is very strange to me when you start seeing law enforcement officers who are told they're not allowed to go into an active school shooting when, and I will quote, the Uvalde School District had just done, two months prior to this, just done a full active school shooting with all the law enforcement in the area two months ago. Two months ago. All right, so why are we subjecting these children to lockdowns and school shooting parameter training if law enforcement's not going to do anything but arrest parents when dads that are armed are trying to go into the school to save children. 
This is a very serious problem, and I think this is one of the biggest things that needs to be addressed that nobody's wanting to bring up right now. And so, again, I want to kind of bring this to light and showing you this is why it's so important you really do understand who's involved at your school, what they do, and who's there. And by all means, if you're not comfortable with it, go to another school or pull them out because, in my opinion, this is something that I don't know. I'm not going to throw it out there like conspiracy theory. This is my opinion. But I find this very, very strange. The officers were too concerned about pulling their tasers on the parents that were armed, ready to go in the school, than they were about actually going in the school to save the elementary school children. Seemed to me like there was something going on behind the scenes that I guess we weren't privy to. Again, nobody bothers to ask the question, where did this kid come up with four to $5,000 for Daniel Defense Rifle Platform and another AR with mags and ammo and body armor? It's ironic that the IRS is now stating that they want to know every single transaction that's $600 or more, but yet suddenly we can't possibly figure out how this kid came into four or $5,000 just to go buy weapon platforms. Hmm. Kind of irritatingly weird, isn't it, guys? What do you think, Dad? Uh, you know, Austin, years ago we had an RV, and we basically uh, had to have a body shop. I actually hit a post with it. And this is back in the 90s. You probably don't remember this. And we ended up there was a there was a freezer underneath the RV, and the freezer basically uh, stayed on as long as the batteries were good or it was plugged in. And we had some steaks and some other things in the bottom of the freezer. And I took the uh, RV over to get it repaired in in Orlando uh, because of the scratch that was on the side of the coach. And uh, they told me they would keep it plugged in, keep it in the shade, which, of course, they all lie about that all the time. And uh, we went back a couple weeks later, and they had not repaired anything. And then basically they had not plugged the RV in. So needless to say, the meat in the freezer was unbelievably rotten, and it stunk to high heaven. That's kind of like the shooting does. It stinks to high heaven. Something ain't right, just like the Parkland shooting ain't right. And again, my deepest condolences to the families. I feel so sorry for those parents who got tased or laid down on the ground or got handcuffed or zip-tied trying to protect their children. And uh, it just seems weird to me because it was Sheriff Israel who gave that stand-down order down there in Broward County. And we need to try to figure out why this happens all the time, why people are not allowed to go in, why people are not allowed to actually see. And, again, I'm asked a simple question. Where are the videotapes of the shooter? Where are the tapes? I mean, why won't they show them to us? Why won't they let us see them? Why don't they put a, you know, a, you know, a, you know, they, they show us all of this horrible stuff on TV all the time. All these shootings are happening and we see these horrible things in the movies and shootings all the time and, you know, horrible, you know, horrible stuff. You know, with you watch the movie Braveheart, people get their arms and legs hacked off, you know, and all the other things. And, but yet they won't show us the videotape of this shooter. Reminds me back in Broward County in Parkland. When the lady, the the, the, the the teacher said that, you know, basically she saw a guy like in full military garb uh, that was basically using a very strange looking weapon that was an AR-15. And then we see the guys from the helicopter, a group of men, like almost like a team, assault team, walk out of the back of Parkland, throw their duffel bag into the back of a pickup truck and drive away. There's all these things are weird. You know, it's just absolutely weird that this stuff's happening. We had the the shooting at the store the other day. Now this shooting, like I said, they come in threes, and and it's weird. And so, you know, when we ask these questions, we're not trying to be disrespectful to the families of the children that have died because we're not. Again, my deepest condolences to them. It's just that what the heck? 
Vegas, we talked about it again yesterday. Vegas, the guys walk in and breach the door with their body armor on and their cameras on. Guy blown himself and shot himself or somebody shot him in the face. And none of the windows in the room, were, which were fixed glass, had been broken out. But yet he was supposed to be shooting from the room. But the media never picked it up. That's how absolutely powerful the media is to the international banking cartels as far as the censorship of the news. This is why I fussed so many times about Bill Clinton coming in and basically deregulating the radio and TV industry back in the 90s, allowing one or two giant conglomerates to come in and control the entire news going to all of the people and buying up all the stations. Because the reason it was set up that way, you know, through the FTA, you know, the, the, food, the, 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 the Federal Trade Administration to start with, and the Federal, the Federal Communication Commission was they didn't want to have one radio station or one TV station with the ability to censor the news and to propagandize the American population. But Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, of course, in his multiple trips on the Lolita Express was terribly compromised and he passed this legislation. And I sit back and I just sit there and go, wow, this is unreal. I mean, why isn't anyone else asking? How, you know, Daniel Defense, you know, $1,000, $10,000 worth of guns or whatever it was, $5,000 worth of weapons platforms were bought by an 18-year-old. Where'd the money come from? That's a really good question. And why were the parents, you say, we, we tased the parents for their protection. Let me say something to you. And this is just as a parent. There's a grandfather, too. Let's say that this happened in my grandchild's school. Okay. And I show up with an AR-15. And I'm going to go get my kid out or my grandkid out. And I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you this before. I, I haven't talked to Austin about this. I guarantee Austin would say the same thing. I would breach the perimeter and I would go in and I would do everything I could to save my grandson or my granddaughter. And if that meant, that means I was going to die. Okay. At least I'm going out with my boots on. I'm good. I feel that way with all my heart. I feel that way. And I feel so sorry for these parents, especially if the parents showed up there. After this thing's going on for 45 minutes to get their kids out and they're zip tied or tased and put to the ground and all the other stuff while the cops are told to stand down. This is some sick crap, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, the fact that the media won't talk about it is unbelievable. Uh, this morning, I, Gene sent me a video uh, with us, basically this former Navy SEAL hammering, you know, Lynn Wood, you know, the, my pillow guy. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So I watched part of it. And the, the, the Navy SEAL was not somebody who has basically ever been on media, you could tell. And he was pretty, uh, pretty upset with Lynn Wood. He told, us, he told his side of a story with Kyle Rittenhouse and Lynn Wood. And I don't know if it's true or not. The Navy SEAL seemed to be telling the truth. But, uh, you know, he's giving out his opinion on all this and how the media, you know, and the media, however, changes everything. And they push certain narratives to make you want to believe what they want you to believe. Now, yesterday I talked to you about a CIA, MK, MK, CIA Monarch Butterfly Mind Control MK Ultra that we had posted, and I had resent that to my uh, my computer guy to repost and put it in red letters like I told you I would, and it didn't get done. And I called him up this morning and said, what the heck? And he said that he's going to post it now that he never got the email. So I sent it to him again, so it'll be up in a few minutes. But all of this stuff is weird. I mean, it's all weird. And, uh, you know, that's why I haven't given it a lot of time on the show because I, it's just, it's all these things are so, conv- it's like this, it's like the shooting in Vegas. Is it like, you know, with the helicopter scenes with a guy, some guy running an, uh, an M60 machine gun from the helicopter. I mean, uh, what the heck is going on? And it's like our government has com- been completely and totally usurped by the Kabbalist, Luciferian sect that runs the planet. And uh, that, oh, that kind of pretty much explains all of it, doesn't it? And it's just, it's like everything is corrupt. 
It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. You know, it's kind of like this. What, what have they done? Remember George Bush right before 9-11? He came in and said he was going to destroy the pornography industry. This is George W., the dumb one. And yes, I said that. If you're a new listener, it's George W., the dumb, D-U-M-B, dumb one. Okay, and uh, he said he's going to destroy the pornography industry. Well, the 9/11 happened, and all the money started getting poured into defense. And you know, we had the National Defense Authorization Act and all the other things that were passed immediately, which were almost identical to the, you know, enabling act that Hitler had used to take over Germany in 1933. 1,500 pages, like written in one day, <laughs> it was ridiculous. All the obviously it was ready to go, and all of these things happened to us to basically. You know, enslave us, including the pornography. Now, I'm going to address that for a minute. I don't want to talk about pornography and addictions on that. But guys, listen to me for a second. Remember that song from the Eagles back in the 70s, Hotel California? And all Sharon and I were talking about that this, that this morning. I'm going to really urge you to protect your children again from porn. Don't give them opened access to iPhones or iPads. They can look up any manner of filth they want to look up. Remember the song that says you can check in, but you can't check out? You know, and basically it was a song about heroin addiction is what it was. And once I found out the song was about heroin addiction, I don't think I've ever listened to it again. Because it kind of talked about it like that. And when you realize that's what it was about, you kind of go, oh, wow, that's kind of disgusting. Well, yeah, that's, it, is, it is disgusting. And, and the sad part about it is, is that once you understand that the hero addiction is bad in this country, but so is the porn condition, condition, addiction. You know, you know, and what happens is, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a, a little bit of stretch on this, cause I believe this. I believe that the pornography has subliminal satanic messaging in it. Stuff that you don't see that's put into the screenshots. I believe that some of the sets they probably use have satanic imagery in them. I know you have all kinds of weird things that are being promoted, like on Disney and all kinds of weird pictures in their cartoons and all the other crazy stuff. But, you know, the thing about this is, is that I have to urge you to make sure that, you know, you keep your children off the Internet unsupervised. I mean, I'm talking with iPads, iPhones and everything. I've seen some real problems in kids and young adults that have gotten themselves hopelessly addicted to satanic porn and satanic porn imagery and the filth that goes along with it i mean some weird stuff and guys keep your kids safe because when you watch this stuff and you watch it over and over and over again it literally puts grooves in your brains it, 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 i know that sounds weird but that's the best way to explain it from a you know from a non-scientific standpoint it hardwires the brain to want to see more you know, Ted Bundy talked about that. He was into the satanic porn and the snuff films and all that. And he back then you'd have to get it on videotape and all the other things. But he was watching all that weird stuff. This is back in the you know in the seventies and eighties, and and now it's so readily available for everybody. You know, we know in the United States that the CIA was putting in because every night for you guys that are young and you don't remember this, the TV shows would go off the air sometimes eleven, sometimes twelve, sometimes one o'clock in the morning. And every night they would play the Star Star Spangled Banner with Old Glory waving. You think, well, that's pretty cool. Until you slow down the video and you see the subliminal messaging, obey the government, buy, spend, all this other kind of stuff was being pushed into that subliminally to program the American population. This is how sick our government is. It has been now. This has been 60, 70 years ago. They've been doing this that long. Television and, and you know, and now the iPads and the screens that you're watching are basically a mind control device. I mean, they were patented for that, and, and they're able to do that to young children. 
and then these young kids check into this porn and they can't check out. Now, when we were young, I'm just going to be a little bit personal here. You know, I, I, I looked at some Playboy magazines. I, I did. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. And because most guys did in college and I wasn't walking with the Lord and I just did, I, we did that. But you know, what we're talking, and Playboy magazine, I'm not, I'm not endorsing you because it's bad. Okay. I'm not endorsing that either. But what these kids are saying is not Playboy magazine. It's every evil. And they brought, and see, the Frankfurt School brought the Playboy magazine in, you know, with Hugh Hefter and supported all the stuff with the MK Ultra programs and everything else because they knew that if they tried to release really hardcore satanic filth, you know, subliminal advertising, marketing, and videos and all that, uh, they were all going to go to jail. And, and they knew that. And they knew the American population would want them put in prison. Uh, so they didn't do that. They had to come in little by little by little by little by little and reprogram the United States subconsciously. And they did it through the TV. They did it through flicker race. They did it through certain colors. They, they do it by the con- constant bombardment of the same messaging to all of the different media. They did it by infiltrating alternative media and giving you absolute lies and alternative media making you believe it's the truth. I mean, they have. They've done all of this stuff. And I sit back and I watch it and I go, wow, this is absolutely crazy what these people have done and what they're continuing to do. So, again, I'm urging you, protect your children against pornography. Protect them against unfettered access into the Internet. And be careful, too. This is going to be another interesting one. Let's say your six- or seven-year-old doesn't have an iPhone. Okay, This is what my, none of my kids did. They never had phones. But they go to a friend's house. And they have iPhones. And they also they want to start looking at stuff and showing your kids what they've been watching. Yeah, that happens too. Be very, very, very careful that if your children are going to spend the night at certain people's homes, which be really careful with that because that can get really messed up quick, all right, that they don't have unfettered access to the Internet in that house where your children are going to be exposed to this stuff. And, and don't let young children – you know, six, seven, eight-year-old kids, 45, six-year-old kids be in the same room or spending the night with, you know, boys or girls who are in pubescence. Don't do that. Don't do that. You don't want to mix those two age groups because weird stuff happens. Just You gotta, you guys, I'm not going to go into detail on that, but just be careful with it and just really protect your children. I know Austin and Lana, and we were the same way. We pretty much take our children everywhere we go or we took them everywhere we go. I mean, I, I just – I'm real funny about kids. Because I know how vulnerable they are to that theta brainwave state, and they start seeing stuff. And, and, I've, and I've seen kids that have gotten involved in pornography when they were 10, 11, 12 years old, and they were out of the theta brainwave state. They've ruined their lives with it. I mean, unbelievable. All they want to do is watch porn. It's just, it's just and it's all satanic. It's all of the evil one. It's to, he comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. And he'll do that every, every time he gets a chance. We've got to understand that. Also, there are a couple other things I want to cover here on this first segment. You know, we, we need to take a look at what's happening now with, you know, with, with this whole thing with the bathroom now. You know, there's, there's, you know, Obama, Biden, Biden is now saying that if a person or if a school does not allow boys to use the bathroom with little girls from K through 12, uh, they're going to basically lose their federal lunch money. I mean, uh, this is the power we've given the federal government over this, and this is a, this is from the Geller report. It says Biden administration K through 12 schools must put boys and girls bathrooms to get federal lunch money, and I mean again this is part of the pornography stuff, more the perversion stuff. K through 12 boys must allow boys and girls private areas to obtain 
funds for lunches, breakfasts, and snacks the Biden administration announced this month. A U.S. Department of Education spokesman told the Federalist that the Biden administration's press releases from several agencies announcing this policy will be followed by formal rulemaking in June. These people nauseate me, guys. It seems to be playing politics with feeding poor kids, which is really unfortunate. John Elser, executive director of Indiana Non-Public Education Association, said via phone, weeks of attempting to sort out these new demands with government officials on behalf of private schools in the state. Because if a school feels like they cannot participate because it's a conflict with their mission or values or their Christian values, if it's a religious exemption, it's not granted if you're taking away a program that's feeding low-income kids. But this is the extent of the resolve of the Kabbalist Luciferians that are running the planet. This is what they believe. They're going to do everything they possibly can to promote the hermaphroditic agenda. And it's just absolutely just disgusting to me this is happening. But let's get off that topic. By the way, Ford has beaten Tesla to the punch with the first electric F-150 delivery. Now, there may have been one delivered, but there aren't very many of them out there. I just thought I'd mention that to you. There are hardly any vehicles out there at all. And now with diesel fuel, like Austin says, is saying is, is going into short supply. Uh, you know, we're going to find out very quickly if we will even really get diesel or DPF fluid, which is diesel particulate fluid. It's the blue, it's the blue stuff that you put into the reservoir to burn off the residue from the catalytic converters that they forced us to put on the diesel engines. So, uh, if you get a chance, if you've got a diesel truck, you might want to get four or five, you know, gallons of the DPF blue stuff when you get a chance while it's still available. Just thought I'd mention that too. Also, Ray Liotta, the Goodfellas star and basically Field of Dream star, uh, he's died at 67 in his sleep while doing another movie. And I've been trying my best to find out if he was fully vaccinated, which he probably was. And we're seeing a lot of those people just dying in their sleep, uh, you know, because they're fully vaccinated and they're having heart issues. And another one, uh, Representative Lauren Bobart from Colorado has said, at a minimum, schools need certified armed teachers. I agree with that. Every Every school needs to have as many people willing to be trained to carry guns into the school as possible. Uh, they did that over at Southeastern University with Sheriff Grady Judd. They armed a bunch of the teachers who now conceal carry at the university, and there haven't been any problems over there. You put good people with good records who don't have you know problems as far as attacking people and being wild, and you put those people with weapons into the schoolrooms, it really is a giant deterrent because most of these shootings are always occurring in areas where you're not supposed to have weapons or not supposed to have guns. I've got a friend of mine up in North Carolina, and he's got a school at his church, and, and a big sign on the front door, no weapons of any type allowed, school grounds. You know, that, that just allows you to basically have the ability to walk in there and do whatever you want to do if you're armed. And, and it's sad to me this is actually happening, and I really don't know what to say about any of it except the fact that we've got to continue to fight this good fight and allow – our families to be protected when they go to school. I mean, I mean, it really, really, really is. Uh, also, uh, you know, George Soros, he's basically now promoting World War III. <laughs> okay. He tells the Davos elites, defeat Putin or civilization may not survive the climate crisis. Again, I've done entire shows, entire segments on him and how many links he has to the Rothschild banking cartel who funded him. He's a Rothschild cutout as is almost all of the world leaders. This is why it's so important to keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and realize that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. But guys, listen to me, my dear friends. We've got to fight this fight more than ever, especially for our children and our grandchildren. You know, this world that we're leaving them 
is a shadow of what I was given back in the 50s. Now, I've fought the fight. I have. I've fought this fight with health masters for the past 40 years, 42 years now. I've done everything I possibly can to fight the globalists and the food industry and the contamination of our food and GMOs and all of it. And I've done a, I've done enough seminars to over a million people just talking about the top 10 foods never to eat that the globalists are trying to kill you with. I've done that for, for decades, and I've done the best I possibly can to get this right. The biggest problem that we have, and this is something that I've just got to just, just encourage you with right now, is you've got to get this word out. And I tell you this on a regular basis on the show. You've got to afford these shows. And if you don't want to afford this show because it's too far out there with the X-Files, whatever, I don't care, find you a show that you can afford that's telling the truth and tell people the truth about what's going on. When you're talking to people at the gas pumps, talk to them. When you're standing in line at the grocery store, talk to them. Do anything you possibly can to get people interested in finding out more. If we all do that, it's going to make a difference, guys, because it's making a difference right now. This new world order and their plan of the global takeover, the eugenics protocol that they've implemented for everybody, uh, not for everybody, but for the people that they don't like, it, it, it really, really is slowed down. It should have happened 20 years ago, and it did not. Because we've stood against it, and you know, and the Second Amendment stood against it, and they're, and they're getting ready now. If they're going to really push the Deagle Report forecast that by three years from now that we're going to have another 200 million people dead in the United States, I mean, they're going to have to really get on the ball. And I really hope and pray that I'm wrong. But these kill shots, and now the you know the monkeypox shots, and all the other crazy crap they're putting in everybody's bodies, um, they're going to do a whole lot of damage as far as from a population standpoint, very very quickly. But remember, just remember, always think you keep your hearts and minds in Christ. Also, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, it's 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 not hard to figure out now what they're doing with these shots. I mean, it's you know, at the beginning, a lot of people I think were confused. A lot of people got you know lied to, and they went along with the lies. And then you had them trying to force people basically in order to keep their jobs, which I told you guys from the very beginning. To stand your ground on that, and a lot of people did. I know a lot of friends that they were they were hardliners on it, and they put in you know religious exemptions, and I helped them with it, dozens and dozens of people, and I encouraged them to do it. I said, trust me, guys. I said this is not this is not something you want to compromise on. I said, and it has nothing to do whether or not you think the shot's okay or you don't think the shot's okay or you think RNA therapy is good for your body. That's that was a whole nother subtopic. I said the very fact that you allow somebody to start telling you what you can and can't have and what you have to have injected into your body. I said that right there is enough to make sure everybody questions why am I going along with this. You know, I find it funny, the hypocrisy in the media and with the current stooges that support the current thing. You know, last, what, two, three weeks ago, three weeks ago, we had people marching and protesting. Marching and protesting in the street, in the Capitol, at other abortion clinics, that they demanded to have the right to execute their children all the way up until birth, some of them after birth. There were interviews with people that were saying, oh, yeah, I don't think anything's wrong with, you know, post, post-pregnancy abortion. You know, basically, it's fine. Did you do it in New York? You guys, a couple weeks ago, guys, a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, they, they, we have a right to kill our children. It doesn't matter. If we want to execute them, we can. That's what they said. And now, today, they're marching, talking about they have to take all the guns away from law-abiding citizens to protect the children. Okay, so <laughs> we go back and forth on that one. Well, a month ago, they were marching and protesting 
that we need to arm all the citizens in Ukraine with more machine guns and give them billions of dollars in weaponry to fight another country that, quite frankly, is a their own conflict, not ours. So which one is it? Are we marching to arm Ukraine so they can fight and defend themselves, allegedly? Or are we marching to make sure that people have the right to execute their children when they're born? Or are we marching to disarm the American populace that are law-abiding citizens? Which one is it, clown show? It reminds me, always goes back to Proverbs. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. If somebody doesn't have a conviction, if somebody can't make up their mind, if somebody just wants to keep bouncing back and forth, whatever the current thing is that they're going to support, they're, they're unstable in all of their ways. And there's absolutely no legitimate reason whatsoever you should ever listen or take their advice on anything. You guys know if you've listened to the show for years – that and I had been pretty doggone consistent. Now, if certain things maybe change, we find out more research. Absolutely, but for the most part, I've getting I've been very clear and candid on my stance with stuff, and I've been very open. I've told people this: if I don't know something, I'm not really sure. I'm doing some more research on this. We're going to find out more, or I'll simply say this is my opinion. This is what I've looked at from the research that I've dug up over the last year. This is what I think, and I told everybody that. And when it started to come down to COVID. And ironically enough, and I'm not trying to sound arrogant or openly brag, every single thing we pretty much called out about COVID, we were accurate on. And it wasn't because I was trying to be accurate or I wanted to be right. I really wanted to be wrong, quite frankly. But it was because once you start doing this long enough and you start reading the research and you start talking to people and you start digging into it and you start looking at the writing on the wall, it's very clear. It's very easy to see what these guys are going to do. Like that's it. This whole Deagle report, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know the legitimacy of that. Is that what they're trying to go for? I don't know. It seems very odd. They're constantly trying to push more and more shots on everybody, even though they blatantly are saying now that these kids are coming down with myocarditis. The reports on VAERS blatantly confirm it. We're now seeing now more and more cases of brain problems. I saw this article earlier. Now children are suffering more brain damage after COVID shots. Starting to skyrocket here now. They're looking up, and they said they found that basically in young children under 18, 1,092 cases where basically encephalitic shock, where the brain's starting to swell up. That was just basically over the last, like, two months. Brain swelling. It's not normal, guys. Children just randomly start having their brains swell up, especially coincidentally right after they get injected. Now, like that's interesting. Now Pfizer's come up. We've we've decided. We've looked at the data, and uh, yeah, we've decided children ages six months to four years old can now get the shot. But they don't. They don't just need two shots. They need three shots to be fully protected. What is wrong with people? They actually want. They actually believe this crap. These were the same people that told you lockdown it works. Shut down your business. We'll give you free money. It's for your safety. Oh, you need to make sure you stay six feet apart and don't go anywhere and wear a mask everywhere you go. These are the same people that told you to do all those erroneous, moronic things that had no effect whatsoever. They're the same people that are now telling you you need to go inject your six-month-old baby with a COVID RNA gene therapy shot because, well, we've done the science. We know it's safe. There's nothing remotely safe about these shots at all, at all, and they have absolutely zero protection. We have now found out from the FDA last 80,000-page data dump, zero, zero protection from protecting you from against any virus. I had somebody ask me yesterday, email me, and they said, well, Austin, what's, what's the protocol for monkeypox? 
I'm like, ugh, okay. I said this again a week and a half ago. I'm going to repeat myself again. Viral infections or viral exposure, nothing changes with the protocol, guys. been very consistent about this. Microdosing vitamin C throughout the day, 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams with food throughout the whole day. It's as much as you can get in your system, usually between six to 8,000 milligrams until you hit bowel tolerance. D3 with K2, make sure you're keeping your blood levels up on that. Anywhere between 10 to 20,000 IUs a day, depending on what your blood levels are. I recommend you get those checked. The vitamin C has the quercetin in it, which works with the zinc to massively boost the immune system, and also the potassium iodide. Have the stack on the website. The viral, the viruses may change, the lies may change, the narrative may change, but the protocols never change from the very beginning. It's the same thing we said from the start. And if you keep your body strong and you keep your immune system bolstered, it's not difficult to stay strong and stay healthy. Now, you may contract something. You may get exposed to something, especially the, the kids. They always want to put their hands in their nose and in their mouth and touching everything. Drives me off the wall. Drives me off the wall. The kids all the time. Always want to touch everything. I'm like, no, use your elbow on this. You don't touch, you don't have to touch the railing. You're jumping down the stairs. You don't have to touch the railing. Obviously, you're proficient enough at jumping. You don't have to hold on the handrail. But again, it's just part of having kids. But again, keep the immune system strong, my friends, and don't buy into the fear porn they're constantly trying to put on everybody. Like I said, isn't it interesting that, you know, Bumbling buffoon Biden, they went in and they basically signed on this Defense Production Act to make sure all of the resources and all of the food gets directed towards the formula manufacturing companies that they forced to shut down by the FDA three months ago because one child got an infection and died while they were on formula. Suddenly, the Defense Production Act goes into place. Korea, Korea War era time, basically to help companies get all the resources they can to build military platforms and tanks and weapon systems and planes. We're using that now to make sure that we're making baby formula with a company that had no need or reason not to keep producing baby formula other than the FDA shut it down. Remember the Hungarian dialect? Problem, action, solution. The feds create the problem. Then they give you the action. Oh my gosh, everybody be scared. Here's the solution. We're going to fix the problem. It's like somebody walking up to you and hitting you in the leg with a baseball bat and breaking your femur and then walking back up to you and saying, hey, bud, here's some crutches for your broken leg. And then that person goes, boy, I sure am happy they got me these crutches. And the government goes, see, we take care of you. We gave you crutches. You should be happy and thank us that we're here to help you out. No, you ding dong. You broke my leg with a baseball bat. Now I'm going to shoot you. You don't give me crutches because you broke my leg. It's complete and totally backwards. This is what they've done to the American populace, though. They've confused them with this constant, they create the problem, then they bring you the solution to the problem that they very created. You can't let yourself fall into that. You can't let yourself fall into that, that thinking that basically you're thanking somebody for helping you after they created the problem. That's exactly what they start doing with Stockholm Syndrome. You start basically identifying and having sympathy for your captor. You start loving your captor. That's what a lot of people did during COVID. They, they wanted to hug the government and hug Fauci. And thank you, Fauci, for protecting me and telling me to wear three masks. Now, remember when they said that? Does anybody else remember the moronic news outlet that came out and Fauci started talking about it? Well, we found that if you wear two masks, it increases protection. But if you wear three masks, it even increases protection even further. We all just going to 
forget about this stupid stuff they told everybody to do? I came out and I said, I got a better idea. I got a better idea, guys. I fixed the problem. You guys don't know. It's it's so easy. It's so simple. If you just take saran wrap and you do five layers of saran wrap around your face, you won't be able to breathe any virus in because you can't breathe. Ah, fixed it. Super simple, guys. Problem solved, right? Obviously, I'm being grossly sarcastic. These are the same people that are continuing to tell you what you should think about. Don't fall into it. Focus on the good things. Focus on family. Focus on protecting your family, staying strong for your family, being a leader, being an alpha. I had this conversation with Lana again last night as I was, you know, I brought it up on the show yesterday about child abductions. They're very prevalent. It's it's not a fun topic to talk about. It's a horrific topic. I've, I've talked to numerous guys I know in law enforcement, my sheriff buddies, and it's it's something that's just horrific. But it happens very often. And this is why I told Lana, she always she always keeps her Glock on her. You know, and I've got to take her back to the range again. She's got to practice some more, putting some more rounds down range and drawing and stuff. And I've always told her. And I said, if you ever under any circumstances feel a threat, I said, do – I mean a true threat, not you being paranoid. But you see somebody approaching you with direct force or you see a van pulling up and it looks shady. I said, do not hesitate to put your hand on your firearm under your shirt. So don't be waving the gun around and you know scaring people and brandishing a firearm. You can't do that. I said, but do not hesitate to be ready. I said, situational awareness keeps you alive. I said, it's very important you do that. And I said, if there's ever an incident where you see somebody do that, I said, do not hesitate. You point the gun at them if they are direct threat to you or the family, and you squeeze rounds. You empty the magazine in them, period. I said, don't shoot them once. Don't fire a warning shot in their foot. I said, they're not there to play games with you. There are certain people out there that are involved in this. They want nothing less than to absolutely maim and kill you. It's just part of it. There's just people out there like this. They want to abduct these kids. They're going to do everything in their power they can. This isn't this isn't a joke. These people are really out there, and it's becoming more and more prevalent. And again, like I said the other day, I told my buddy, I said, isn't it funny? Zane Maxwell, you know, oh, she she's going to prison now for decades. What what happened to all the uh, names that she dropped in her testimony that the judge said that he didn't want anybody to hear because it was too horrific and it couldn't go public? She was simply just a groomer, a handler. What about all the people that she was bringing the little girls to? Hmm? What about the people that were paying her? She was just fodder. She was just somebody that was directly involved in the trafficking. What about the end users? No, 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 no. We're not going to bring that up. There are way too many people involved in that to bring that topic up. Always stay strong, my friends. Always stay true. Always hold your convictions because what's going to start happening over the next couple of years, and you're going to see this as we've seen the last couple of years now, you're going to see more and more requests and demands for you to compromise what you believe. Like that said earlier, now we're telling public schools that if they don't allow grown boys to go into the shower rooms and the locker rooms and the bathrooms of girls K through 12, if we don't allow that, we're going to cut your food funding off and starve you out from federal funding to feed these kids? What kind of sick, perverted administration are we dealing with here? Well, I think the answer is really this. They are completely and totally sadistic, and they're doing exactly what? their god lucifer wants them to do no other point in any other country 
have we said it's a good idea to start letting grown boys go in shower rooms with other girls K through 12 or else we're going to take your food away from you? And I encourage people. I highly encourage people. If your kids are in a school system and this stuff's starting to go on, I highly suggest you look at other avenues. And I highly suggest you do something vocal about it and get involved. This is always how the Fed works, isn't it? They use money. They use control. They use intimidation to try to force their way. It's funny, you know. There's it's not funny. I guess it's just, I'm sick. There's a school shooter in Texas running around a school for an hour, and the police are more concerned with arresting parents that are screaming and yelling. They want to go save their kids, but but the FBI and the ATF made sure that the 76 women and children that were barricaded in the Branch Davidian compound, they made sure that they pumped CS gas into that building and had direct confrontations with them and burned them alive all to death. Because you got to remember, it was for their protection. It was for their safety, guys. They burned them alive for their safety. Once you start realizing what the government's capable of doing, you start asking yourself a question. Why under any circumstance would I allow them to dictate what I can and can't do with any of my firearms at any point in time? That's the thing you got to ask yourself. What do you think, Ted? Well, Biden's come out and basically said the only reason anybody wants to own an AR-15 is to kill somebody. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, you know, he doesn't understand the first principle of self-defense. He has all of these guys walking around him, dozens of people with Secret Service carrying Uzis and machine pistols and everything all around him. And they're not basically carrying those weapons to kill people. That's not what they're doing it for. They're doing it for his protection. And he's too stupid, too senile to understand that. So he makes these stupid comments. And, you know, nobody buys a gun because unless you're like a psychopath, which I guess there are some of those people who get wound up by MK Ultra that are really lunatic looney tunes and people that have been programmed via satanic pornography and imagery that are looney tunes or people that have made really stupid decisions and they've hung out with the wrong people and they're basically indoctrinated into a life of crime. Those people, they could do it, of course. But the general population of people that buy a gun, they don't do it to shoot people. They do it for self-protection. There's a concept that Biden seems to be missing here. It's weird. So you, it's just, if, you, if, you, if you need self-protection, buy a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun. And if somebody comes to your house, go outside and fire the gun twice to, to scare them away. Uh, are you an idiot, Biden? Well, that's right. That's a rhetorical question. We already know he's an idiot. But the point is, yes, you know, it might scare them away. It might. That's an absolute fact. But the reality of it is, is that if they know you've got a double-barrel shotgun and you just shot both barrels off, now you basically have to reload. So now you got a problem, don't you? Unless you have a detachable magazine. I mean, it's also stupid. The, 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 the concepts of self-defense and preservation, you know, they don't understand whatsoever because they think we're basically, I guess, just cattle, sheeple, weirdos, you know, peasants that we don't have a right to defend ourselves against an all-powerful state. Isn't that why the Second Amendment was put into the Constitution? Was in case our government became tyrannical, that it would be a, a deterrent from those guys to want to come in and do what the British did to the colonialists you know, almost 300 years ago? I think that's pretty much why they did it. And we need to understand that. It was put in there for the protection of the republic and the protection of our families. 
Always remember that, guys. And like Austin says, they'll be brandishing a handgun and waving it around and flailing it around and being silly. Whether you get yourself arrested or you're going to have some kind of accidental discharge and kill somebody, you're going to go to prison. But if you've got an imminent threat and you get somebody grabs one of your kids or, or you see somebody committing a felony, you know, and it's involving your family or, you know, you're in a church or whatever, you know, just be judicious. Make sure you've got good muzzle control. Make sure you know how to shoot the weapon and fire it and hit what you shoot at. Very, very important you train with your weapons. But be a good Christian conservative patriot. Be that. There aren't that many of us left. And uh, and it's sad when, when pastors have to publicly apologize and say, I can't talk about abortion from the public. I mean, gosh, I mean, I don't even know how to conceive that. It blows my mind. And by, by the way, in case you see how I feel about that, abortion's wrong, period. Just don't do that. You'll be killing people. You don't do that. You know, I'm not going to go off into it, but it's just you already know how I feel about that. Oh, by the way, to break the news cycle here, make something positive. Watch Top Gun yesterday on IMAX. Uh, one of my top ten movies of all time. It's that good. It's excellent. It took the old Top Gun, blended it with the new Top Gun. Uh, had a couple politically correct things in it, but they weren't bad. There were no queers in it. There were no transgenders in it. There really was only one curse word in it, you know, using God's name and being one time at the end, which they shouldn't have done. Very clean movie other than that and a couple of just a couple of cuss words in the whole thing. And the, the acting was phenomenal. The, the script was phenomenal. The plot was phenomenal. The fighting action scenes in the Jets was filmed in IMAX with IMAX cameras. It was ridiculously phenomenal. So I highly recommend you see that movie. If you want to bring your family to it and uh, just you have to ignore the one curse word, God's name in vain. I can't stand it. There's no reason to do that. I don't know why they had to do that. But it's just make sure that, you know, uh, if you haven't watched the, the pre the first Top Gun yet. Now, be careful with the first Top Gun. Let your children watch it. There's one sex scene in there that's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty graphic. I wouldn't I wouldn't really let them see that. But the rest of that's pretty good. And, uh, it didn't, you know, haven't watched the second one if they want to go see it. But it's, a, it's going to make you all want to fly jets is what it's going to do. It's really a phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, piece of, you know, how should I say, imagery. Just, it was so well done. I, I can't give it, I give it a 10 out of 10. I can't even, like I said, it's one of my top 10 movies. So there you go. Now you have a positive endorsement for a movie that I, that I actually like. Now I don't want to, I know, now listen to me. I'm going to say this again. For those of you who are going to send me letters on this, I know Tom Cruise is gay. I got that. He ain't gay in the movie. He ain't acting gay. He's acting like a really macho, you know, Navy aviator pilot. And I've never seen him act gay in any movies ever, not once. And, you know, his personal life, as long as he doesn't put it on parade and he doesn't get it political and he doesn't start promoting all kinds of weird, sick agendas, I'll continue to see his movies. So I think he's one of the best actors Hollywood's ever put out. I think he's probably the best stuntman as far as actors that Hollywood's ever put out. So there, I'll just leave it like leave it like it is. By the way, the pandemic now <laughs> has represents a rare but narrow window to opportunity to reflect, reimagine, reset our world. This is Klaus Schwab again, and uh, this article by Leo Homan is pretty good. I don't have time to read it all, but I'll read you part of it. it. Says globalists have entered the kill phase of the Great Reset. Remember the Deagle population forecast? It now makes total sense. Wow, he says this is a big week for the globalists. They feel it's their time. Go, did their go time to launch the most difficult phase of the Great Reset so they could get on with what they call the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And this is basically to massively reduce the old population and basically bring giant amounts of death and disease to the planet. Guys, this is their goal now. 
this is where they're headed with all of this stuff. And it's the same group that always does all of it. Just remember that. You guys can read that article. I'm not going to do it. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, I love you guys. Listen to Hagman tonight. Austin will be on with Hagman. Sharon will not be joining him this evening. It'll be Austin solo. And just remember one thing. I love you, and I prayed for you this morning. And you mean the world to me. You guys are our family. And thanks for your support. Austin, finish it up, and talk to you guys next week. Oh, absolutely. And, and this is why, you know, we continue to just encourage people. Every time I go places and I talk to people, I try to, you know, bring up certain things and encourage people about it and just, you know, make people feel that, you know, there's, there's hope because there is. And the fact that there are a lot of people that feel the same way. I think too long now people have gone into this politically correct, you know, inclusive ideology. To where they feel like, oh, I can't say anything because somebody might get offended somewhere at some point in time by something I say. And it's like, guys, that's part of being free. That's part of being an American. You have the right to offend somebody. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should go out of your way to do it. I'm not saying it's a Christian thing to try to offend people. But I'm saying do you have a right to do it because the problem is – there's a very fine line with this. When you start coming in, you start telling people, well, you can't say this because it's offensive, and you can't say that because it's offensive, and they're blatantly talking about straight perversion. Like that comedian act, uh, comedian, I forgot his name. He's gotten eviscerated on Netflix the other day. I, I watched part of his segment, and he was, he was a little vulgar with some stuff he was talking about. And but he was making a joke about the whole transgender world. He said, you can't even say anything. Everybody gets offended. And he goes, well, I don't know why all the traditional old school women are so upset about, you know, guys or women wanting to use the bathroom that basically have appendages, what he's saying. And then he goes, well, the old women will go, oh, well, what if he comes in here and rapes me? And he goes, uh, if she rapes you, you bigot, you can't say he, it's she. And he was just making a huge joke about it. And, they, they, you know, of course, the, the tranny community was an uproar about it and there was an article i was reading and it kind of went you know open platform on it not you know like trying to be left or right but kind of open and it said why is it now that suddenly this group by their own choosing that wants to go with this abnormal behavior it is abnormal with gender dysphoria and they want to go along with this why is it now that there's some type of protected class that no jokes or comedy or basically being made fun of is okay, but every single other person, every single other religion, every single other sect is totally fine, but suddenly there's this somehow protected class all of a sudden. And it's very simple. The answer is this. It's because they want to make sure their agenda is absolutely pushed as far as they can and there's no pushback to it. If you can't make a joke about something, if you can't make fun of something, and you can't address it what's going on, then you simply have a group that's completely and totally absolved from any responsibility. They can do whatever they want with impunity, so to speak, because nobody can question them. Nobody can address them. Nobody can make fun of them. Nobody can ridicule them. They are protected class now. Ah, not my world. Everybody's open fair game. <laughs> if anybody's around me, everybody knows how I am. I, I don't pull any punches on anything. I'll make fun of myself sometimes if I do something silly. Don't care. It's part of life. you got to be able to joke about stuff, and you got to be able to call stuff out for what it is. But, guys, the Fed's coming in now and telling schools if they get any type of federal grant money or loan money or cash money for food, that they have to allow grown boys to go in the shower rooms with girls – Nah, 
nah, that's going to be a hard no for me, bud. Real hard no for me. <laughs> so continue to call it out for what it is. Get involved in your local schools if you have to. Go to school board meetings. See if you can make a difference there. Some of them you can, some of them you can't. I'll throw it out there. Some of them, they're, they're run by hardcore communists. And if that's the case, then you really have to address whether or not you want to continue to raise your kids under that level of communism. Just my thoughts. So, again, thank you for the support. Have a great Memorial Day, guys. Remember what we remember and the people that have laid down their lives to maintain the freedoms that we have. And don't squander it. Stand up for it. Be free. Be vocal. Stand your ground all the time. If you guys need anything to support Health Masters, healthmasters.com give us a call if you need anything at all and be sure to use the coupon freedom five on the website be active today store wide on anything you want to grab and be sure if you want to check out the product of the week the cortisol buster or the uh, ultimate multiple capsules on super sale right now on the website for this month only ultimate multiple capsules be sure to check them out have a blessed night, my friends. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. I'll be on with Doug as tense as always. Got a lot more stuff we're going to be covering and going into detail. You guys have a great weekend, great Memorial Day, and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Have a great one. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>